Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We're going live. We'll do it live! This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, everybody. We are live, live on a Wednesday, and we're going to be talking about narcissists today. Woo! <laughs> and speaking of narcissists, ladies, I just want to remind you that none of you can be first, but all of you could be next. <laughs> mm, damn, that coffee is good. Tastes better in this mug, I'll tell you what. You know, it's funny. Uh, nurse chick made me coffee this morning and, uh, she put it in this mug. <laughs> She's good to me. She's good to me. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Nurse chick. She's not feeling very good. So she's like, Hey babe, she gets up like she's dead, dead ass asleep. I'm still in bed. I'm sort of just like, you know, checking social media or whatever. And she's just, she sees that I'm awake. She's like, Hey, babe, you want some coffee? And I was like, yeah, I'd love some. She gets up, comes out to the kitchen, makes me coffee, brings me coffee, and then goes back to bed. What a great woman, right? What a great woman. And guess what? I found her on a dating app, guys. <laughs> I found her on a dating app. All right. Yeah, we're not talking about that today, though. We are talking about narcissists. Let's see here. I think this is the one I'm looking for. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I found an article on this. It's so funny. So that's what pretty much what we're going to go through today. We're going to go through this article. But um, before I get into that, if you guys are watching on, on Facebook or on uh, Twitter, come on over to YouTube. Come on over to YouTube. Watch this live over there. Smash that like button, then come on over. In fact, I'm going to type that in here. Smash that like button and head over to bam there you go there you go for you facebook peeps for you facebook peeps hey good morning danny cheers <laughs> cheers speaking of nurse chick have you guys like my new cody Rhodes shirt we went to a, a live show, a WWE live show in Salt Lake City on Saturday, and uh, Nurse Chick bought me this new this new Cody Rhodes shirt, which is funny too because I was telling her at the show I was like, I really like that Cody Rhodes shirt, but I already have like three other Cody Rhodes shirts, <laughs> and she bought me this one anyway, so that was nice of her. I needed another one. He's going to be headlining WrestleMania anyway, so that's good. All right, guys, we are going to be talking about narcissists today. Everyone loves talking about narcissists, don't they? Everybody's ex was a narcissist. Everybody online is a clinical psychologist and are certified to diagnose their ex-girlfriends or boyfriends as being narcissists, aren't they? <laughs> Have you guys ever like been on TikTok and seen 
uh, a narcissist video, like you, that's all TikTok will ever show you after that. Like for whatever reason, the TikTok algorithm loves talking about narcissists. They love talking about narcissists. But you know, what's funny is not everyone's a narcissist. Sometimes people are just a-holes. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man, I had a, I had a friend that uh, he was on my podcast. He was on my podcast uh, and he goes by Eric Explains on TikTok. Um, and I think he just closed his account. He, he recently like lost his job or something and he thought it was because of his giant uh, following on TikTok and decided to close his account down. And um, anyway, when he was first starting out, he wasn't, he wasn't Eric Explains. He was, uh, he was called Purple Pill Eric. And he was just starting out and I was telling him, you know, after one of our podcast recordings, I was like, dude, you should talk about, do some videos on narcissists, man. Like that'll, you'll blow the fuck up. Oh man. Damn it. Before the eight minute mark, I'm going to be demonetized now. <laughs> be sure to send super chats guys. Uh, that's good. You're going gonna, gonna to rely on your support today because I, I opened my big, my big Navy mouth anyway. So I told him, hey, do videos on narcissists because everyone loves talking about narcissism and how their exes are narcissists or whatever. So he decided to make a series on narcissism and his account completely blew up, right? It, it, like he, ends, he ended up like, I think when he finally closed his account, he had like 150,000 followers or whatever. And he literally blew up like overnight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dating with Jim hates Eric explains. It's funny. They have a whole beef going, but, uh, but yeah, that's why he blew up though. Jim was because he, I told him, Hey man, you should do some videos on narcissism and narcissists. And he, so he's like, okay. And he did a series on that. He like literally within a week's time frame had 75,000 followers. You know what I mean? Like it's a big topic on TikTok, And for whatever reason, the algorithm loves it and everyone's obsessed with it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a, a, a YouTube live on it today. <laughs> All right. Before we get too far into this, let's do the usual housekeeping. Let me go over to this button over here. All right. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Drop a comment. Any comment will do. If you guys are watching live, I see there's nine people watching live right now. There should be at least nine likes on this video at least nine and if you are watching live don't just lurk here man like sound off in the live chat like let's have a let's have a conversation today it's fun that way follow me on social media all the links are in the description i'm, I'm on all the major platforms join the patreon patreon.com slash come on man pod i just had a new sign up today someone just signed up for tier two tier two you get unlimited text text support from me over telegram uh, you know, if you got, if you have a, if you have a dating app, let's say, and you're, you're struggling with, with, uh, conversations on dating apps, like, you know, send me pictures of chicks. I, I have, a, I have a guy who's actually in the premium tier, but he'll do this. He'll send me a, a, a chick's entire profile and be like, how do I open? Right. And so I, you know, I look through all the, all of her pictures. I'd look through her bio and I'll give him a, a slick opener. Um, I, and then I have guys that can open, they're good with that, but then they need help continuing the conversation, you know, getting the ball rolling and then setting a definite date. So I help them with that too. You can do all that on the, on tier two and, and send me screenshots, send me voice messages and stuff like that. It's only 50 bucks a month. Super cheap. I know I'm not charging enough. I just, I just had a, a zoom call. I just had a zoom call with my friend, Benny, uh, who's a, who's been dating a date coach for years. It, 
he flat out told me, he's like, you're not charging enough. <laughs> you're not charging enough. So, but I told him, I was like, you know, honestly, I really am doing that to support the podcast. Like my goal is to do the podcast. Really? I just do date coaching on the side to help support the show. So you can support the show by just, you know, joining tier one too. And uh, like, if you don't need date coaching, you just want to support the show, just join, join tier one. And uh, that's only 10 bucks a month. That helps out. Another way you can support the show is by sending a super chat, send a super chat during these live streams that helps out considerably. Um, and then, you know, if you don't have anything to say, anything, any question or anything like that, you can also just send a super sticker that helps. That helps as well. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com, and I will send you some, some cool stickers. You know what? There's a whole thing going on right now on TikTok where people are really worried that TikTok is going to get banned. I don't think it's going to get banned, but you know they, they just had hearings in, in Washington. They had the, the CEO of TikTok come out and you know justify his platform. And the thing is that both... Democrats and Republicans, I try not to get political on the show, but both Democrats and Republicans were hand in hand in this in just grilling this guy. It's like they're all paid off. <laughs> all the politicians are paid off on this one. And so they're they're all talking about, you know, implementing a bill that will seriously, you know, infringe on our use of Internet. And uh, it's it's crazy. They're they're united on it. But. That being said, if uh, if TikTok does in fact get banned, and uh, you follow me on TikTok, like get on the email list, man. You never know like when any of these platforms are gonna go go belly up anyway. You never know when they're gonna ban me, you know. And if you like my content, you find it helpful, get on the email list. It's the only thing I have control over, and I can email you and let you know. Hey, follow me on whatever Rumble or whatever. Um, and then also, if you like these stickers, if you guys are watching on the on YouTube, you can see the stickers here. If you're listening on Spotify uh, on a replay, come on over to YouTube sometime and check take a look at these stickers. If you like those designs, they're also available on mugs and stuff like that. Um, I have those the mugs linked below this video uh, with Teespring. They're also available on like hoodies and stuff like that. That's merch.comeonmanpod.com. You can go to and get that stuff that supports the show as well. And then finally, check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, a lot of guys find themselves in this space uh, because they're they're struggling with women, right? They're all the women they find are narcissists. <laughs> they're all narcissists. Well, it turns out it turns out that we get what we focus on in life. You'll find that to be absolutely true. If you think that all the women around you are narcissists and that you only attract narcissists, those are the only type of women that you're going to you're going to find. It's miraculous that way. It's not magic. It's just that you're hyper focused on the the wrong type of women. You're hyper focused on what you don't want. All right. This course will show you how to change your mindset so you get more hyper focused on the things that you do want in this world. All right. And that, and that could be anything. It could be women. It could be money. It could be your health, you know, anything like that. Um, and it all starts here. It all starts in your mind. Everything in your room right now, like if you look around right now, everything in the, in the room that you're in, let's assume that you're in a room. Maybe you're outside. I don't know. But let's assume you're in a room. Everything in the room that you're looking at 
started off in someone's mind. Okay. Everything starts with a thought. And this course will teach you how to change your thoughts so that you get uh, you get what you want out of life. So you achieve your goals in life. So I'm going to play a commercial for that. And then we're going to get into the topic at hand, which is narcissists. <laughs> All right, here we go. Do you struggle to find the kind of women you want? Are you tired of swiping away all day on dating apps and only finding mediocre women? When you're out and about at the supermarket or at the mall, all you see are woke liberal women. You can't seem to find a traditional submissive woman that checks all your boxes. What if I were to tell you that the reason why you can't find your traditional submissive woman is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life and you have programmed your mind to think that there's only trash women around you. You've programmed your mind by focusing on what you don't want in a relationship. To solve this problem, I've created my Practical Law of Attraction course. In my course, I will teach you how to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you will be hyper aware of the kind of women that will check all of your boxes. It's not that they weren't there before, it's just that you weren't aware of them because of your current mindset. So let's change that mindset today. Check out my course by visiting loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So act now. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, guys, we have a super chat. Part-time ballroom dancing for $10 says collecting raindrops. He knows what I'm talking about. He knows what I'm talking about. In the course, in fact, hold on. Let me give let me give uh, my man this. Here we go. I'm just gonna say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, in the course, I talk about collecting raindrops. I got that concept from a guy who's been on the podcast, by the way. His name is uh, Andrew Cap. Andrew Cap uh, wrote a book called The Last Law of Attraction Book You'll Ever Need to Read. Good dude. Good dude. And uh, one of the things that I he said in the book is that. When you get hyper focused on the stuff that you want in your in your life, you start seeing all these little signs. They start popping up, little things that are are that sort of show you that it's working. You know what I mean? And the example he gives in the book is like, let's say that you want your you you want to attract more money in your life. What the, one thing that you'll start seeing is you'll start seeing like you know money laying around, right? You'll like you'll be walking down the street and a five dollar bill will be there. You know what I mean? That's those are raindrops. Those are little things, little signs that show you that uh, you know what you're focused on is is coming to you. And um, and the way he describes it is that when before a torrential downpour, it it never starts off as a torrential downpour. It starts off as little raindrops. You start seeing little signs. So it's a good way to look at things. I and I, I really it really resonated with me. All right, okay, let's talk about narcissists. My man Luis says. Before TikTok, these bitches didn't know what a narcissist was. <laughs> now they're all experts. Yep, that's right. That's right. So, uh, all right. 
I really appreciate you guys sounding off in the live chat, by the way, that this is going to, this is going to be more fun, you know, with your guys' participation. So I found an article cause I'm not an expert either. I I'm not an expert on narcissism and narcissists. And I think largely it's bullshit. I think it's an overused buzzword to be frank. And, uh, the thing is though, like everyone loves it. Everyone's ex was a narcissist. Um, but really, like, I think something like 3% or 5% of the population has ever been di actually diagnosed as narcissists. You know what I mean? Like, the, I had Dr. Robert Glover on my podcast, and we were talking about that, how, how women, they always say that their ex is a narcissist. And he's like, isn't that funny? He's like, all, like, all women, all their exes were narcissists. All of them were jackwagons. <laughs> but he was, a, he was a, a psychologist. And he's like, I think, he goes, in the, the 20 or 30 years that he was doing that, he he might have only met maybe two actual narcissists, you know? So largely this is nonsense, but it's fun to talk about. So I found an article. Uh, the link's in the description for this is from instyle.com. It was written by a uh, Dr. Jen Mann. So an actual doctor wrote this up, but 10 signs that you're dating a narcissist. <laughs> so number one, it's always about them. It's always about them. It says narcissistic people always love to talk about themselves. As a narcissistic friend once told me, enough about me. Now let's talk about my music. <laughs> a first date with a narcissist often involves them telling you a lot of stories about themselves and very few questions about you or your life. Well, Jesus Christ, doesn't that sound like every woman? <laughs> God damn it. She must be a narcissist. Like, Women love talking about themselves, right? That's one of the things I always say. Like, women, you want to let women do 80% of the talking on a date anyway. You know, you want to sort of remain mysterious. So, and the thing is, like, women love talking about themselves. So just let them, just let them, just ask them a couple of uh, open ended questions, make some assumptions, make some statements about what she's saying, and just she'll just, blah, 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 blah. and that's exactly where you want to be. So, I guess that makes her a narcissist. <laughs> Yeah, the narcissist is always used to describe someone who has wronged you. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All right, so that's number one. It's always about them. It's always about them. Now, I'll be, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think here. Like, if, if I ever dated a chick who, like, literally everything was about them, the only person that I could think of is my ex wife. My ex wife, I used to, um, I used to refer to it as, well, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say her name. I don't say her name on air, uh, but I, uh, let's just make up a name for her. Let's say, let's call her Mary. Okay. So I used to always say it, it's the Mary show. Oh, it's, it's gotta be the Mary show. Everything. It's gotta be about, it's gotta be about Mary. Right. So, you know, it's funny. My daughter is, you know, I never, I never talk bad about my, my ex-wife to my kids. Cause that's just, that's a, a shitty thing to do. But one thing that I, I realized is that, you know, my kids are going to figure out the type of person she is anyway. And my daughter now, my daughter is like, you know, 18 now. My daughter has over the last few years has really realized what kind of person her mom is. And uh, and she's she says it. She says it that way, too. She's like, oh, it's always got it. It's, it's, it's her show. It's, always, it's her show. And I'm just like, mm -hmm, yep. <laughs> All right. Number two, guys. Number two. They're they are charming. They, oh, they are charming, aren't they? Narcissists are incredibly charming. They can be almost chameleon-like in their ability to adapt to any situation and zone. 
and zone in on what makes other people tick. They are great seducers. For them, seduction is a game and they like to win. They often lose interest after they have conquered. Hmm. That sounds like you guys. <laughs> have you guys ever have you guys ever met a chick like that? That's uh they're super charming and seductive, and then once they get what they want, they they totally blow you off like it's like it meant nothing to them or and whatever. I think like if, for a guy, if if that happens, they're like, doesn't matter, got laid. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I wonder if uh, that's more of a trait that uh, women complain about men. You know, like they're super charming and 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 they're super seductive and and once they get what they want, they 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 move on. Hell yeah, <laughs> Luis with the five dollar super chat. Hold on, you get this, buddy. Let's see. Shout out to the dark triad narcissists out there. Hell yeah, man. You know, a great book. A great book is is uh, Atomic Attraction. I talk about it all the time on the show. And near the end of the book, he talks about the importance of having dark triad traits, which is uh, narcissism, Machiavellianism, and and uh, psychopathy. Right? I think is is what the three are. And uh, if you exhibit signs of those those three traits, like you are super attractive to women. Like women just love that because. <laughs> Because women, women love themselves a bad boy, don't they? So, yeah, man. That's probably why they're so damn charming. All right, number three. They are grandiose and entitled. Narcissists often speak about themselves in highly inflated terms and love to brag. They often talk about who they know, where they've been, and what they've done. They feel entitled to special treatment. For instance pushing to the front of a line. I, uh, so my, my, uh, my ex-wife, her sister's husband is, uh, he's very full of himself. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily classify him as a narcissist, but he's definitely full of himself. And he's like that. He just, he, he's always bragging about all the stuff he does. He, you know, he does feel entitled. He's very bossy, Go, you know, goes to a restaurant, demands like, you know, demands, you know, uh, Hollywood treatment and shit, <laughs> you know, like he's, he's that guy. He's like, he's that asshole of a guy. Um, but he's like, you know, like a big fat fuck, you know, like he just like to me, he doesn't, he doesn't warn, warrant um, what he sort of commands, you know what I mean? But uh he is very accomplished though. He makes, he makes a, a lot of money. Um, you know, he works in, in, uh, like microchips or something like that. So he makes, he makes a really good money doing that. He's very skilled at like everything he does, you know? So there's, I mean, he does sort of have a reason to be a little bit of a bragger. Cause like everything he does is, it, it does end up being kind of awesome. <laughs> so it's like, okay, maybe he's just legit, you know, I don't know. But uh, I'm trying to think who else is uh, brags about themselves a lot. My my uh, former father-in-law was like that. Everything like all he ever did was talk tell talk about himself, talk about like his accomplishments, what he was up to, what his dreams are, and stuff like. He didn't give a shit about anybody else in the room. Just wanted to talk about himself all the time. 
but I wouldn't say he was a narcissist. He just seemed to me like someone who was just like super insecure all the time. Like he just, you know, he just came across as someone who's insecure and hadn't had nothing to, uh, nothing else to talk about except for himself, you know? So I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify him as a narcissist either, but you know, Oh, let's see here. This plate I was dealing with, this plate I was dealing with a few months ago was really bad as far as narcissism goes. It actually affected my dealing with new ones, hence importance of having a solid frame. Well, what do you mean as bad as far as narcissism goes? Like, are you sure they're a narcissist? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, someone's a narcissist, but like they're just assholes, you know, or they're just, you know, full of themselves, but they're not necessarily a diagnosed narcissist, you know? So what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, give, give an example of what they did that was narcissistic. All right, here. Number five, always a hero or a victim. When a narcissist tells a story, they typically present themselves as either a hero or the victim. To listen closely when the person you're seeing tells you about their last relationship, last job, a friend that ended, or their, their family dynamics. So, <laughs> which is funny about this, right? Because everyone on TikTok is talking about narcissists. Their ex was a narcissist and narcissistic abuse and whatever, right? It's funny because they're talking about themselves as the victim. So are they really the narcissist? What do you think? Do you think that the people that are making all the narcissist videos and narcissist, narcissist claims, are they really the one that's the narcissist? Hmm. Something to think about. Something to think about. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Based on the DSM, checks a lot of boxes. All right, all right. I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. Greetings from South Florida, from the mighty Zane. Hey, greetings from Western Colorado. <laughs> How do you manage a narcissist boss? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Aren't all bosses narcissists? I don't know. Yeah, my boss actually isn't a narcissist, you know. My boss is actually pretty cool. I think I, all of this can be managed with frame. You know, and what you'll tolerate. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that's really what it comes down to. All right. Always a hero or a victim. We talked about that. Number six, no empathy. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about anybody else. Nurses have little or no ability to feel empathy. They are terrible at understanding other people's pain or hurt. They do not have a very good grasp of how their words, deeds, or actions impact those around them. They are too self-focused to be able to step out of themselves to have a deep understanding of other people's feelings. Yeah, man. <laughs> they only, they only, this is, this uh, also sounds like my, my former father-in-law, you know, cause he's just, he was just, and I don't think it was that he necessarily had a lack of empathy. It was just that he was just so focused on what he was doing, you know, that he just couldn't see anything else around him. You know what I mean? Maybe that, maybe he was a, a narcissist that way. I don't know, but, uh, they don't care about you, man. They only care about, uh, about themselves and their feelings and stuff like that. Right. I think that's describes most women. They don't give a shit about your struggles, right? They wait at the finish line. Fuck the winner. Right. Rich Cooper. <laughs> I bet she loves astrology and her love language is gifts for the streets. 
<laughs> if any woman is, says that her love language is gifts, drop her ass, man. <laughs> drop her ass. She's just using you for money. That's for sure. All right. Number seven. This is going to be a short episode. We're not even at a half an hour yet. We're already up to number seven here. Hey, if you guys have a question, send a super chat. Send a super chat. Support the show. All right. Number seven. They have a great ability to dispose of people. They have a great ability to dispose of people. My, <laughs> my love language is lunch. <laughs> my girlfriend's love language is debt dick. <laughs> ah, love you, hon. She, she likes to listen to these. All right, they have a great ability to dispose of people. When things don't go their way, conflicts arise or problems happen, they have a great ability to cut people out of their life. Their ability to form lasting emotional attachment is very poor, which is why it's not uncommon for narcissists to not have a long uh, have long-term friends. This sounds like this sort of sounds like uh my ex-wife a little bit. But it's more like she's not, she doesn't cut people out of her life. Other people like realize that she's kind of fake. You know, I talked about this on previous episodes. She, she will like butter people up, you know, she'll give fake compliments. Um, she, you know, people that are clearly have gained weight. She'll go up to them and just be like, Oh, have you lost weight? Trying to butter them up, you know, get on their good side. She's really good at making friends quickly, but people quickly realize too that she's fake. She's not genuine and um, she gets on their nerves and people start treating her badly. And uh, you know, every, she's always the victim, right? Going back to one of these other ones, she's always the victim when it comes to other people like that. And, um, and people, you know, she, people stop wanting to be friends with her. You know what I mean? So Maybe my maybe my ex-wife was an actual narcissist. <laughs> What's to say if her love language is gifts, I get her the most thoughtful gift, like a book, a flower, or a poem I find online. There you go. Paint her a paint her a watercolors painting. <laughs> All right. So they have a great ability to dispose of people. So yeah, so my ex-wife, like she wouldn't dispose of people, I would say, though. She, I think most people would sort of just stop wanting to hang out with her, you know? So I don't know if that's the same thing. Number eight, they need constant attention and validation. We're talking about all women here, aren't we? <laughs> Number eight, they need constant attention and validation. Narcissists are like a bottomless pit when it comes to attention and validation. They never tire of hearing how great they are and need constant attention and praise. There is an emotional void that often goes back to a long, uh, goes back a long way to childhood that needs to be filled, but never can. Never can. We're talking about all women though, right? Like aren't women, women are attention seeking creatures, aren't they? <laughs> I do. I think there's a lot of guys out there though, that are attention seeking, especially online especially online. Uh, if you're on social media and you're, you know, you have to have a, you know, a little bit of a, that sort of ego investment in, in whatever you're putting on social media. And if you're really like following how many likes you're getting and how many comments you're getting and stuff like that, you sort of are, are looking for that attention and validation a little bit. <clears throat> I, as a, a businessman, as a podcast host, uh, 
you know, I'm trying to get, I am trying to get more engagement, but that's, you know, trying to get people over to the podcast. So it's, it's a business thing, but, uh, you know, it feels good. It feels good. <laughs> it feels good when people like my content. <laughs> Speaking of which there's uh 15 people watching right now. There should be at least 15 likes. Should be at least 15 likes. In fact, uh, let's, let's do this here. If you guys haven't done so already, if you're just randomly wandering in here, oh, that's not what we want. We want this. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Click the wrong button there. That was uh, that was awkward. But we are live. You can't edit that out. <laughs> All right, number nine. They are overly concerned about their reputation. Overly concerned about... Isn't everybody sort of concerned about their reputation? I mean, at least business-wise, right? Aren't you concerned about your professional reputation? That's kind of important. You know, that's like putting food on your table. But I guess if you're concerned about your social reputation... I think women are really concerned about that, right? That's why they lie about their body count. <laughs> they don't want their, they don't want their, uh, they, they need plausible deniability when they go over to a guy's house because they don't want their friends giving them crap for being a slooty sloot, right? Women are like harsh with each other when it comes to that sort of thing. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, society doesn't like slooty sloots. So <laughs> we're supposed to have a reputation. <laughs> Eloise, <clears throat> God, good God. I think I'm a narcissist. <laughs> you know, it's funny when you study this stuff, you study, you know, the, the, the Holy Trinity of books that I talk about all the time. You study red pill material, red pill. They talk about being your own mental point of origin. It's almost like we are training ourselves to be a little bit narcissistic, right? At least have narcissistic traits, um, which is, good because like women like the dark triad traits and narcissism is a part of the dark triad right so a lot of us who were nice guys who were you know clinical nice guy syndrome guys like i totally was like we're learning to be the opposite of that you know and i think part of that is learning to be a little self-centered you know i don't think we're necessarily narcissistic but you know being your own mental point of origin is actually good in the long run, if you think about it, if you put yourself first, you know, uh, it, 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 what happens is uh, everyone around you tends to benefit. It's like when you're on an airplane and the airplane's crashing, they, they tell you to put the oxygen mask on first before you help anybody else, because you can't help other people if, uh, if you can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Healthy narcissism. Look it up. There we go. Healthy narcissism. All right, man. Yeah, this is gonna be a short episode today. Short episode today. Have it. Well, let's get let's get to this last one. Then then let's go through. <laughs> was it? No, Matt says number seven. That's me. Ask Holloman. Yeah, Matt's a three percent brother. If you guys are uh, actually a lot of the guys in the chat right now are three percent brothers. Um, you guys should check out our our men's group on Facebook, the Three Percent Brotherhood. The links in the description. You have to have read. How to be a 3% man at least once, though. That's sort of the requirement. We we make that a requirement, though, so that we don't just get a bunch of value leechers that show up and, and you know, suck everyone's time and, and, and attention because all of us are, are in there putting in the work. So so Matt says number seven is his, which is uh, they have a great ability to dispose of people. You just d dump that bitch, right? 
I think most men, more men, more men should have that. You know what I mean? They should be able to end things quickly if things aren't benefiting them, if things aren't going well, like if they're dating a chick and she's, you know, she's just clearly not the right person for you. Like you need to be a good ender and be able to end things and not be afraid to. But a lot of guys are, you know, they're in relationships that they don't want to be in, but they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. They, they have like, you know, they feel like they're invested in that person, but it's like, you're, you're not, you're not helping yourself or them, frankly, if you're in a relationship that you're just not happy in. So yeah, don't <laughs> be more like my, my man Kilborn here. <laughs> don't that bitch. All right. Where are we on? We're at number 10 now. Okay. They get injured easily. Now I think they, they, uh, they describe this one wrong because I think what they mean to say is they get, uh, they sort of, they get their feelings hurt easily, not physically injured. Okay. So it says here, they are quick to inflame and anger and get what we therapists call a narcissistic injury quite easily. What I mean by this is that you can say something without meaning harm and they will take, they'll take it what you said very personally and get hurt and angry very easily. Again, if, if your partner doesn't have, let's see here. I think that's just it. Okay. So yeah. So basically they get their fifis hurt real easily. <laughs> narcissistic injury yeah they get their feelings hurt real easily <laughs> narcissistic injury oh man i i'm trying to think like a lot of these traits really do describe my 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 ex-wife but i i hate the term narcissist and and i don't think i don't think she would ever get i don't think she would ever seek diagnosis and that's, i've also heard that argument too Right. Cause I say, you know, like probably like something like less than 5% of the population is actually diagnosed as narcissists. And the argument you see online is that, well, you know, most people go undiagnosed, you know, a lot of people aren't going to a therapist and actually getting diagnosed as being a clinical, you know, clinical narcissist. They're just functional narcissists. You know what I mean? Maybe that's true. Maybe there's just, there's a, a wider, uh, a wider group of the population that are actual narcissists. What do you guys think? Do you think that's, do you think it's, uh, you know, it's overblown or do you guys think that it's underdiagnosed? Like, let me know what you guys think in the chat here. I want to at least get to 45 minutes <laughs> talking about this. Let's see here. You hurt my ego. I'm calling the police. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think like, has that ever happened? That's never happened to me. I've never had something like that where a chick's like, you hurt my ego and you know, <laughs> I'm calling the police now. I blame Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. The popularity of like, you know, Instagram and thirst traps and only fans and stuff like that. That's a problem that, that feeds that, that validation need that women have and sort of puts it on like, you know, it's, it's like putting it on steroids. Okay, Kilborn says definitely, definitely underdiagnosed. Kilborn, you're a, you're a cop, right? Do you see a lot of, do you see a, a lot of narcissists? Um, do you see a lot of cops that are narcissists? I bet you there's a lot of cops that are narcissists. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. And uh, I don't have a problem with cops. I dated a cop for a while too. <laughs> 
Do you think there's a lot of cops that are narcissists? I think you sort of have to have a little bit of an ego to do that job. So I don't know. Do you see, do you see a lot of criminals that are narcissists? Let me know, man. Instagram is the devil. <laughs> Thanks, TikTok. Oh, let's see here. Thanks, TikTok. Okay. My man, Michael. Oh, guys, if you guys, if you guys uh, see my, my YouTube shorts or, you know, my Instagram reels or, or, or my TikToks and you see it's like super viral and uh, all the letters are like white and yellow. My man, Michael here, he does the editing for that. He's fucking awesome. All right. He says, I studied psychology. My professor said narcissism is one of three mental disorders hyper successful people have. I don't think narcissism is a bad thing. I think it could be, it could be a good thing. You know, I think you could use it for good. Yeah. People already know they are narcissistic. That's the only validation they don't want. Mm. <laughs> ah, it's more of a God complex. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. There's a, there's some cops out there that have a, a little bit of a power trip. You know, the, 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 the female cop that I was dating there for a while, I don't think she had a power trip. But she was, um, she was an interesting chick, man. She was, she was like, she really liked to scrap. She liked to fight. <laughs> I think she was a little bit in her masculine when it came to that stuff, and so that's why she liked, uh, she liked having like a dominant, uh, a dominant, you know, masculine boyfriend because, uh, you know, the work she, you know, on the job she was in her masculine all day, and she wanted to come home and be submissive, so. She was a cool chick, but uh, she definitely liked to scrap. Like I, I remember when we first got together, she went out like she went out drinking with her friends and literally got into a bar fight. And I was like, like as an adult, <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten into like an actual fist fight. That's so funny though. Uh, let's see here. Use your power for good, my friends. Yeah. Let's see. Guys, look up healthy narcissism. It is a thing. It's healthy to have uh, have a little as it's on, on the spectrum. Okay. And like I said, like we, you know, all of us that are studying like red pill and studying, you know, relationships and attraction, like we, you, you sort of like learn to have some narcissistic tendencies because that's what, that's what women are attracted to. They're attracted to the dark triad traits. Kilborn says, uh, Police deal with 20% of the population 80% of the time. Yeah, we see it all. Mostly people completely out of touch and mentally ill. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> a person with no narcissism is not a healthy person. Yeah. I wonder if like, you know, that sort of describes like nice guy syndrome. It's like the opposite, you know. Everyone else is a narcissist. Even the most banal thing will make them fly into a blind rage. Yeah. <laughs> Respect my authority. <laughs> Hey, you guys, <laughs> respect my authority. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, it, it's funny. Like, it's to me, it's the it's the most annoying topic on TikTok. You know, when, anytime I, I see a, a video that pops up, they're like, okay, this is the, 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 this phase of narcissism. This is the discarding phase and stuff. And I'm just like, next, <laughs> I'm not watching this. I'm not watching this, you know, because uh, usually it's it's people that are are upset with an ex-boyfriend or an ex-girlfriend. And so they just go on a series making making all sorts of videos, basically trash talking their ex. You know what I mean? Uh, one thing that 
<clears throat> one thing that I learned from uh, from Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a Three Percent Man, is to to not talk bad about your ex. Right? Don't talk about your ex at all, especially like to a you know to a pers prospective uh, new new opportunity. Don't you don't want to be talking about your exes? And if you do, you want to put a positive spin on it. You know what I mean? Like no one wants to hear other people trash talk an ex because they know that if they get with you and things don't work out, that you're going to be trash talking them. And no one, no one wants that. What, what's this, what's this narcissistic trait down here? <clears throat> they, uh, they're overly concerned about the reputation. <laughs> so they don't want you trash talking them. So it's it's not a good practice to go online and trash talk your ex. Now I do talk about my ex-wife on here a lot, and I was sort of joking that she she might be a, a narcissist, <laughs> but for the most part, I try not to trash talk my ex my exes too bad. What I like to do is I like to talk about them, you know, just uh, for a learning experience, so other guys can learn from my past mistakes. But I actually get along with uh, you know my ex-wife. We get along okay. You know, we, we have a amicable, uh, relationship now, um, we're able to co-parent. Okay. So she's a, one of the things that she's really good at is like grant writing and, uh, like finding scholarships. So she's like helping my, our, our daughter out quite a bit right now, trying to find scholarships and stuff for college. Cause my daughter's about ready to go off to college. So, uh, you know, it's, that's great. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm great. I'm grateful that she's able to do all that stuff and help my daughter out. See, see, that's putting a positive spin on an ex relationship. It's much better than going online, you know, saying there, there are narcissists and I was narcissistically abused. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. All right. Well, that's pretty much it guys. Those are, those are the, the 10 signs that you're dating a narcissist. I uh, got that from instyle.com. That was written by uh, Dr. Jen, man, <laughs> it, of course it was written by a woman though, right? <laughs> All women's exes are narcissists, aren't they? So anyway, I put a link to the, in the description for that. I'll go ahead and wrap up now. There's not much else to talk about this. Did number four surprise you guys? Did number four surprise you? <laughs> what was number four anyway? I like putting that other cause it's the joke, right? Oh, they love to look at themselves. Oh, oh, you know what? Oh, I don't think I did that one. I don't think I said number four, guys. Number four will surprise you because I never said it. They love to look at themselves. <laughs> I once had a teacher in graduate school who taught about personality disorder and said that going into the home of a narcissist, you'll often find tons of photographs of themselves in their own home. Things like this are a tip-off. Oh, that reminds me. So when I when I first uh, married my, my, uh, my now ex-wife, uh, she got into rock climbing. She got into rock climbing. I was on deployment for the Navy. So I was gone for like six months and she got into rock climbing and uh, she went rock climbing and, and someone took a picture of her like hanging off of this cliff, this cliff. Right. And, um, and she had that, that picture of her rock climbing blown up and made it to a poster. And we had that like a giant picture of her hanging in our like front room for a long time. <laughs> God damn it. She was a narcissist. All right. Oh, we got a super sticker. Steven Overturf sent a $5 super sticker. You get this, man. You get this. Pimpin' ain't easy. Thank you for that, man. I really appreciate that. That helps out. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. 
All right, let's go ahead and wrap up here, guys. There's We went through all 10 of these. Uh, I still think, you know, the whole idea of uh, calling everyone a narcissist is stupid. So, uh, <laughs> but those are 10 signs. Hopefully it helps you out. Hopefully it helps determine if your ex was a narcissist or not. All right. Again, not everyone's a narcissist. Sometimes people are just a-holes. All right, be sure to tune in Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I'm going to be talking about what it takes for you guys to get into the top 3% of men. It's not as hard as you think, gents. And it's not just reading how to be a 3% man either. Uh, I wasn't on Rule Zero this last Saturday, but I tuned in for it. And one of the things they were talking about is how, you know, so many guys out there are just lazy. You know, they're just lazy. Uh, they like all this information, all this information on how to be better, how to make more money, how to, you know, get the girls and stuff like that. All this stuff is freely available online, but most guys don't want to put in the work, right? And the guys that actually do put in the work are the guys that clean up <laughs> are the guys that find success. There's a reason for that. So we're going to talk about that on, on Friday. All right. Uh, let's see here. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications if you haven't done so already. Uh, be sure to drop a comment. If you guys are watching on the replay, drop a comment. Uh, any comment will do. Favorite emoji. I don't care. Uh, if you guys are listening on uh, in your favorite audio platform after this, give us a, a five-star review. Um, it helps out more than you know. I'll read that in an upcoming episode. I got to check on that so I can actually read that in an upcoming episode. So get your five-star reviews in on Apple. Join uh, or follow me on social media. The links are in the description for that. Join the Patreon. You can join the Patreon for as little as 10 bucks. You get added to the beer credits at the end of Monday's episodes. And you also get Monday's episodes ad-free. So just the interview portion. I post those on Patreon on Friday afternoon. So you also get those a few days early. Um, and then if you want some kind of coaching, um, join tier two or tier three. I just got a new tier two Patreon today. So, uh, you know, you get with tier two, you get unlimited text support over telegram from me. And that also includes like voice and video messages. Sometimes I'll send a video message or a voice message. Sometimes that's just easier to explain things. If you're on a dating app, you get stuck in a conversation. You don't know what to say. Send a screenshot of that. You know, I can help you out. Um, and that's tier two. And then tier three, you also get uh, a, a video call or voice. If you, if you don't want to do video, you can do a, a voice call with me once, once, a, once a month. And we actually sit down and uh, find out like what your goals are. What, what, what do you really want out of the, this coaching? And uh, we actually write out like a sort of a plan for getting you where you want to go. And then uh, we do a follow-up call once a month. And then otherwise you get the unlimited access over Telegram, uh, just like tier two does. And uh, we just, you know, I, I, what, what will happen is I'll have these calls. I'll find out what guys want to do. We'll set goals. And then I set calendar reminders for myself to follow up with these guys. So, you know, like we'll have a call on like, say a Sunday, uh, I'll have a calendar reminder on Wednesday to follow up and be like, Hey man, did you do what we talked about? You know what I mean? And if there's guys, there's guys that are in tier two that just are just absolutely fucking killing it. Like we come up with a plan. I'm like, okay, do this. I want you to do X, Y, and Z. And then when I follow up, they've done X, Y, and Z. And they're seeing results because like we come up with a plan, they execute on the plan. There's follow through there. Then there's guys that, um, and I'm not calling anybody out in particular, 
because I have a number of guys in the, in the coaching program, but there's guys that will set goals. And then when I follow up, they give me excuses. <laughs> so it's like, if you're going to just do that, don't sign up for the Patreon. You know what I mean? Like I want guys that, uh, you know, want a desire, a desired outcome and are willing to put in the work for it. Otherwise you're wasting your money. You're wasting your money. I'm happy. I'm happy to take your money. If you want to do that, you know, if you want to just support the show, that's cool too. But, uh, Otherwise, you're just wasting your money. You know what I mean? If you're not going to follow through, uh, don't spend the money on it. All right. You can send a super chat. That helps support the show. Uh, or, or a super sticker. Um, we had a we had one of those today, too. Uh, that supports the show more than you know. If you guys don't want to do the Patreon, because Patreon's a monthly subscription. If you just want to do like a one-time thing, super chat's the way to go. You can send it for as little as a dollar, too. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com, and I'll send you some free stickers. And uh, check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. Um, if you guys are, are the type of people that that want to read reviews before you purchase something, there's th I put five reviews on there. It's got it's got a hundred percent five stars, right? Everyone that's taken the course that's given the given a, the star rating because on Gumroad it's on Gumroad. On Gumroad, you can't write out a review, right? You you can only give a star rating. So 100% of people that have given a rating have given it five stars. And then a few people act after they've taken the course have actually like DM'd me and told me like why they like the course and stuff like that. And I've just taken that and added that as a um, as a review on the page. So if you go to loa.comeonmanpod.com, you can read some of the reviews. But people are really enjoying this course. They're getting a lot out of it. And, uh, I think that's all I have. What do we have in the comments? Do we have any more, any more super stickers, super chats? Oh, you need more. You don't like my stickers. They're not masculine enough for you. <laughs> Shh, Paul, let them give you their money. They don't want it. <laughs> they want their money. I, you know, I just, I, if I'm giving a product away, I, I just want to make sure people are, are getting value out of it. You know what I mean? I'm not like, there's a, a big problem with uh, grifters in this space. And I don't like calling other people in the space grifters. I really don't. Cause I, I think a lot of that's gatekeeping, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, I can sell you a course, but if someone else sells you a course, that's that, that person's a grifter. I, that's bullshit. Right. There's a lot of good good guys in the space. There's a lot of good information in the space, and um, you know, if 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 their content resonates with you, buy their course, buy their materials, support them, and like their stuff can help you out. But uh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sell you bullshit. You know what I mean? Like if if you're not getting your money's worth out of the Patreon, like don't like leave the Patreon. It's that's one thing I love about the Patreon is it's is it's uh, it's a monthly subscription, but you can cancel at any time. So if you're not getting the value out of it that you were hoping for, like you can you can leave. There's no contracts or anything like that, right? That's why I like doing it that way. It's just easier for everybody. And then uh, if you are getting value out of it, even better. Like that's what I want. I want you to get value out of it. And there's a lot of guys that signed up for the Patreon and they have access to like I, I have a I have a guy that's you know he he pays for the premium and. Um, He's been a pre premium member for like, man, as long, pretty much as long as I've had the Patreon. I think maybe even like nine months. He's been a, he, and we've only had one call. He's only like actually reached out to to have one call, 
it's like, okay, well, I mean, if that's, if that's all you want and otherwise you're, you just want to support the show, that's, I mean, that's cool too, but I'd much rather, if you're paying for the premium, I want you to get all the premium benefits. So that's just me. That's just me. Look at this. I managed to bullshit for almost a complete hour today. <laughs> all right, guys, we will see you on Friday. Tune in for that. We are talking about how to get in the top 3% of men. We'll catch you later. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.